All right, on tonight's roundtable, we have Jonathan, a.k.a. NoFate247, Mark, Flex Marks the Spot, and then Kurt, a.k.a. The Kurt Locker. And we're going to dive right in to... Oh, and I'll also mention, we'll make sure all of their YouTube links are plugged into the description of the episode and subscribe to all of them. Please, please, please. All right, number one. So to all of you, What's the most disappointing product you've purchased or been sent for your home gym? And I'm thinking you're, ex this is something you may have been excited for. And once you got, once you got it, you realized, oh, it's just a normal thing or it's a dud. I'll go I'm first because no one else is, I guess. And hopefully <laughs> I, I, I haven't timed out here. I will tell you right off the top, it was the Titan Fitness Safety Squat Bar made in America. I was on the beach with my family when they just dropped it. I ran to my car, got my credit card, bought it over the phone. I was so excited because it was USA made and I assumed it was an upgrade to their previous safety squat bar. And I was all hyped up for my safety squat bar, got it in. Wah, wah, wah. It was a big letdown because the sleeves were just a joke. And it was actually a step back. Even though it was made in the USA, it was a step back from their previous version. And uh, just I was way overhyped because I want more companies to be making American made equipment, but I want them to do it right. And this wasn't the case. That's a really good one. Yeah, I don't even know if they're uh, I haven't seen it back on the site very often, uh, pretty much since the initial launch. I'm, I'm wondering if that was even just a limited run, if they even plan to continue offering it. I think it caught enough hate. Yeah, they, they were pretty excited to release that one too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've actually been giving this a lot of thought and uh, yeah, I don't know. 30 uh, minutes. <laughs> yeah, in the, in the 30, 30 minutes. minutes I've had put my kids down to sleep, all that kind of stuff. I was like, man, I don't know if I, I know of uh, something super disappointing. Um, I, I can't speak to, so it's not the total piece of equipment, but a single piece of a larger piece of equipment that was really disappointing. And uh, so the Rep Oxalis yoke as a yoke is actually a great piece of equipment. It's a really nice yoke. It's well-made, super heavy duty and beefy. The piece that was disappointing to me was the frame carry attachment that they have uh, with it uh, for just a couple reasons. Uh, I'm still working on getting back into doing reviews and it'll come out in the review then. But when you use that, it actually throws the weight off. It's uh, not centered anymore between the front and back of the yoke. Mm -hmm. And because the yoke is so heavy duty, it's so heavy to start with that when you pick it up, the whole thing just starts to kind of fall over on you. Yeah. Uh, so again, a great piece of equipment. I just think that that particular element of it could have been done a little bit better. That's actually good to know. I, um, I picked up the, uh, the yoke also, and, uh, I was using it as a squat stand initially and, uh, didn't really like it for a squat stand. You know, it just, I mean, it, it worked fine, you know, but it was just, uh, what wasn't as good as like, uh, an old Titan, uh, X3 standalone squat stand that I had. So finally started using the, the ox yoke as an actual yoke. Now that the weather's kind of cleared up a little bit here in Colorado and, um, I did not get the frame carry, uh, attachment but uh, i was i was kind of uh, debating on that after using it th these first couple of times but uh yeah it's actually good to know good to know but yeah, yeah. I, I, like you said it, um i lo love it as a yoke in the in the limited limited uh uses i've had for it but uh yeah with that i guess pivot on over to my worst purchase uh worst product that i've had recently so 
Uh, mine was the uh, Oak Club Alpha Spotters. I was mm. really excited to uh, to pick those up specifically uh, to kind of use them in conjunction with uh, a standalone Rhino that I picked up on on Marketplace. Like, I'm not sure if anyone is aware of like how the Rhino set up. You know, you can't really use the regular J Cup like spotter arms like out like if it's just the standalone, just because of the way the uh, the handles adjust on it. I pretty much the oak clubs uh would have worked perfect for that so ordered them you know super long lead or not super long but a decently long lead time shipping from canada mm-hmm. came in and uh the uhmw on mine uh, on one of them was you know pretty uh pr- in pretty gnarly shape which is weird considering the box was in good good condition it, it wasn't you know damaged or anything so you know reached out to to uh oak club about that they took a little while to get a replacement piece of uh, UHMW for that one particular spotter. And then turns out one of the holes was misaligned, you know, so just kind of really big annoyance, you know, because of how expensive those were and this kind of going back and forth. And, you know, um, I, and um, with that, you know, they uh, were, um, I was kind of, you know, telling them, it's like, Hey, you know, like this, the, it's, it's not the UHMW that's, you know, drilled uh, badly. It's like the actual metal in the spotter I tried using. Uh, switching out one of the UHMW pieces from the other spotter arm, fitting it, and everything worked. Um, everything was it was kind of like off just for this one particular side of the spotter. So with that, they were trying to sell me like a um, an, another. I don't even remember what it was like an, another piece to repair it myself. Hmm. And then um, after you know, I told them to pretty much that that was ridiculous that they're trying to you know upcharge me for a repair <laughs> that I, that they wanted me to make. They want um, it told them you know just just take it back and they're like okay well per our return policy you know you have to pay for shipping. So oh, I was like, okay well called up Chase and you know charged it back. Um, and um, after that you know they were uh, really really interested in you know paying for shipping uh, to to get them back after that so that that's uh that's my my piece there that um was was really disappointing but I was uh, really looking forward to yeah so it was a little bit of a karen on that but i mean with how expensive <laughs> those were you know it's like uh i yeah, don't know really 629 dollars yeah. plus shipping so just out of curiosity really? did Luckily. you ever mount the one did you ever <clears throat> just mount the one on the rhino to see how well it would have worked Oh, it, it would have worked great. Like, and I actually, like, even while I was waiting for the replacement UHMW, you know, I was, um, I mean, it was mostly, I mean, cosmetic, you know, but still, you know, for, with how expensive those were, you know, it was, yeah. um, I was still using them and um, um, I loved them for the limited amount of time I had them. But luckily, Surplus came out with their stealth spotters very, very shortly. At, like, literally, they launched the pre-sale f- uh, for them, like, while um, I was like the, the week I was receiving the Oak Club one. So it was a pretty quick turnaround there. And that's actually what I have back here. And those are my go-to. And um, yeah, I picked those up with the uh, the Home Gym Con uh, discount that, that was going on at the time. So that was really clutch. Very nice. Good examples. All right, Jonathan, you witnessed Titan comment on a rep post this week. And then, and then it got deleted. Can you explain what you saw and your thoughts on it? Okay, so I'm going to take it from here. We're going to go a little bit in the Wayback Machine. For those of you who don't remember, Titan Fitness has always had free shipping. Rep Fitness didn't. They never had free shipping for the longest time. And they would chirp at Titan Fitness, letting them know that free shipping wasn't free. Well, lo and behold, (laughs) the one thing that sent Rep Fitness to the moon was when they finally turned over their whole website to free shipping. And Titan Fitness kind of chirped back at Rep saying... (laughs) I thought free shipping wasn't free. Well, <laughs> yesterday, 
for people who were on the lookout, you would have noticed that Rep Fitness released another teaser of some of their power bars and some of their other barbells that are going to be um, orderable for later in this week. Rep Fitness has been doing a really good job of kind of teasing all of their new equipment and then notifying you ahead of the release. And then, of course, a limited quantity on the first release. While Titan Fitness flew in to the uh, Instagram chat and said, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery insinuating that rep fitness was copying titan fitness's randomly released power bars that they literally just released yesterday i commented but it and eventually rep fitness went in and deleted that comment and i like to see the little back and forth tit for tat type of thing i like that competition it lets me feel like these um these companies are like human beings versus huge corporations uh unfortunately yeah rep fitness removed that and titan fitness dropped a whole bunch of randomly bar random new power bars out of the blue it seems like they're revamping their whole lineup without actually letting anyone know I apparently need to spend I need to spend more time on social media I think because I miss out on this I feel bad that I, I missed this whole thing I didn't see it either I just saw it on Jonathan's story mm-hmm. yeah same yeah I, I got a screen capture very quickly I luckily before they deleted it and um I put it in the story. I, I, I listen. I, I know Rep Fitness as a business. They're trying to like maintain their brand, and I know Titan Fitness is punching up because clearly Rep Fitness has probably eaten their lunch. But it's just one of those things. I just thought it was funny, especially when you look at that comment. You immediately know that Titan Fitness is the only company that we know of that actually got sued for a copyright infringement and IP theft, right? Right. And was it the post with the squat and deadlift bar? Because Titan Fitness doesn't have a s- squat. They might have a deadlift bar, but they don't have a squat bar for sure. Yeah, actually, I don't even I don't even know if they have a deadlift bar, to be honest. Well, yeah, I think it's kind of a fake deadlift bar. Yeah, well, may, maybe uh, maybe Titan deleted the comment when they realized they uh, weren't actually power bars, like specific power bars, and they were more specialty bars. No, I'm pretty sure Rep deleted the nope. comment because I commented and then Rep reached out to me and said that they weren't happy about uh, Titan's uh... comment. So. You know, again, it's all fun and games. We're all we're all professionals. So it's just one of those things, because, again, I think the argument was Rep Fitness was saying that it was a limited quantity that they were going to be releasing to kind of build that hype up. And of course, the Moby Dick bar that Titan Fitness just released had limited quantity and that sold out. And of course, um, it's just kind of like just kind of tit for tat. It's just kind of funny, I think. It's kind of like that's not your unique marketing strategy. That's (laughs) No, Titan Fitness does not have a deadlift bar, by the way. Yeah. So, yeah. Although it could be uh, argued. Yeah, well, confusion. Yeah, well, what? Oh, no, I, I take it back. They do have a Titan Series deadlift bar. It's out of stock. 370 bucks. Look at the specs, though. Look at the specs, though. Let's check this out. That's a new product. Oh, 28 and a half mil diameter? You're not the elephant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a 28 yeah. mil diameter. Hard crumb. It's not a deadlift bar. No. Right. Wow, that's right. like super yeah. misleading. That's what I thought. Bad. Bad Titan. Shame. <laughs> and way too much money. All right. For a bright Shame. zinc coated right. bar. Kurt, Kurt, tell us about the strongman competition happening at Home Gym Con. Uh, this is going to be great. It's going to be wonderful. This is my uh, this is my first time being a meet director, uh, going United States Strongman for the sanctioning. Basically, it's going to be five events. The Before we get into the events, what I wanted to talk about was my intent. And one of the things I've noticed, I've been competing since 2017 and it it bothers me. There's a couple things that I understand are just kind of usually a part of a strongman competition, but it bothers me. And I'm trying to fix 
this to make it a very athlete focused event. I want this to be something where people show up and it, it flows nicely. It makes sense. There's no frustration with uh, things taking forever. I mean, I'm sure there will be certain things that will take a long time. We'll get into the events, like I said, in a second, but trying to do, uh, first off, uh, an athlete area that isn't cramped. Um, if you've ever been to a convention, usually where the strongmen go, um, it's either like along a wall and everybody's spread out and you're literally inside of where the competition's taking place. So like pulling back your feet so they don't get crushed by a yoke or you're crammed into like this tiny little area and everybody's bag is in there. Everybody's trying to do wardrobe changes because you got to have different gear for different events. Uh, and so trying to secure a nice big area for the athletes to be able to kind of go to get away from the crowd. That way they can kind of get in that mindset of, uh, hey, I'm here to compete, I'm here to do well. Additionally, uh, try to make it so it's like the athlete area, which is right next to a dedicated warm-up area, which is very unique. Usually strongman competitions before an event takes place, everybody kind of warms up on the implements that are going to be used for the actual competition. And that works really well for a couple weight classes um, that tend to go first. So like usually your lightweight weight classes for women's and men's division, they'll go first. So they'll warm up and then go straight into the event. But the super heavyweights that are actually picking up the most amount of weight, they routinely have up to 90 minutes. I think I've seen where they've warmed up and then 90 minutes later they're going. So again, trying to make it very athlete focused, make it so that as you're about to go up, you're nice and warmed up, you're ready to go. Yeah. So five events. The first one is the Mike Bartos press medley, calling it the Mike Bartos because Mike Bartos Power Center makes some of the nicest overhead implements out there. Um, everything that's going to be there is going to be Mike Bartos to include a axle, a log, and then a circus dumbbell. The way it'll work is you'll do one rep on the axle, you get your down command, go to the log, one rep on the log, get your down command, and then go to the circus dumbbell, and it's a single clean and then a press. So you'll basically clean and press, clean and press for as many reps as you can do. Second event is the Primal Armor Max Tire Deadlift. Um, it's, a, it's programmed to be a 15 inch deadlift. Uh, that might change a little bit, but it will be off of tires. And uh, we're gonna be using a Primal Armor Power Bar for that. After that, event three is the Belt Fed Strength Truck Pole. Chris over at Belt Fed is making a cool looking harness, uh, truck pole harness. It's gonna fit comfortably, one size fits all. Uh, and that's going to probably be 50 feet. Still trying to figure out the logistics on where that'll take place. Fourth event is surplus strength yoke and Black Widow manufacturing frame carry medley. So the sur new surplus strength yoke, the uh, Paladin, basically you'll carry it down 50 feet, drop the Paladin yoke, jump over to the frame, pick it up and run as fast as you can back the other direction. And the last event will be the Freedom Strength head-to-head -head sandbag over bar. So basically two athletes loading a sandbag back and forth, trying to see basically, it's not quite last man standing, but it's gonna look very similar to last man standing. So there are four weight divisions per men's and women's classes. So you have the women's lightweight, so we have lightweight, heavyweight, super heavyweight, and heavyweight, as well as two novice classes. And again, trying to make it athlete focused, but also something that's good for novices. If you want to get into this, this is probably a really good show. It's going to be safe, really good quality implements, a nice flow of things, plus uh, definitely something to remember your first competition. 
one last thing is that we are, again, trying to make it attractive to athletes. So I'm trying to do cash payouts for podium finishes in all weight classes for the open class. Uh, unfortunately, the novices uh, not offering a cash for that one for first place, but first place in the novices does earn a ticket to USS Nationals in July. It's going to be great. Yeah, very cool. There will definitely be cash prizes too. We will take some of the, well, at the very, you know, we're trying to get a, a title sponsor to help with that. We will also be taking percentage of sales, I, of ticket sales and dispersing that as well. So there will at least be something. And that also depends on how many people come to Home Gym Con. Um, but there will be at least some cash prizes for sure. Yeah. Um, from the convention, even if we don't get any additional sponsors. So that will happen. All right. Yep. You guys have any questions for Kurt about that? That was a lot. Uh, yeah, not, not any questions, but yeah, the, um, that's, that, that sounds really cool. Just, uh, the log press, um, and, um, uh, just some of the other, like, uh, like mini events that, that, that you guys have going on at home gym con with, you know, just the handful of people, you know, um, the, the energy and the atmosphere there was, was insane for, for what that was. So definitely, um, be exciting to see how how a full-blown event will will, uh, will end up being absolutely cool. it's gonna be great right. we're also gonna have some some really awesome personalities uh so like mark mike bartos is coming for instance to actually help uh put this on so he expressed to me that he wants to he's like i want to load weights i want to move stuff around as you need it so having mike there is uh probably guest judging as well as helping uh and then of course uh heinous strength he'll be out there he's basically co-directing this with me and then working on a few other names uh, hoping to get some awesome names in the home gym community in the strongman community specifically out at this cool awesome all right mark you're up next you can only have one rogue or rep and why so in my current situation in a basement with low ceilings uh, it's kind of a mm. no-brainer with, with rep uh, just because i literally can't fit a, a full-size rogue rack down here maybe a squat stand i think that's about the only thing and you know you, even with that you know um most of my equipment primarily you know for uh for the like the budget quality uh balance side of things you know is rep uh, for that reason so um i i probably probably go rep uh, for that but um if we're talking you know like um reps website versus uh rogues website in the entire catalog of items that are available on the sites then you know we might get a different answer you know um mm -hmm. just because of the more marketplace type you know uh products that rogue has has going on there with all the other manufacturers and I'd probably shift my my answer the other way but um, if we're just talking about rogue brand versus uh rep branded products and yeah my my short answer is rep awesome and then lastly to all of you, what is currently the number one item on your wish list? I can go first on this. Um, I have my my wish list literally pulled up right now. Uh, the number one <laughs> item because I just don't have the freaking money to do it right now uh, has been and continues to be the uh, Kratos flywheel, $2,500. I want it bad. Flywheel training is great. Just haven't had the opportunity to pull the trigger quite yet. Uh, originally, I'd set that as a target for this year, though. So we'll see if it happens. I got to actually start reviewing stuff again and doing videos again in order to even come close to being able to do that. So I I mean, 
after I, the the belt squad, I, I, I there really wasn't very much very that that was really high on my wish list. I'd say the only thing really at this point is maybe the uh, the bulletproof fitness uh, uh, PCD uh, posterior chain developer, just so you know I can replace my uh, my GHD and you know get a little bit more utility within the same footprint. Um, but, um, that's probably the the only thing for right now that's on my radar. Well, if anyone's been to my Instagram or my YouTube channel, you know I love my ice baths. Well, I've been trying to figure out how to get a sauna, the yin to the yang. I want to get a sauna. I don't know where I'm going to put it. I don't know how I'm going to afford it. I have looked at the ones that you kind of can plug in and you kind of get in like like an igloo type of thing. They just don't get hot enough. It's something that like the UFC fighters use when they travel to cut weight. But I want the real deal. And I don't know if I will get a divorce be when I finally do get it, but at least I'll be able to use my sauna when I get kicked out of the house. Yeah, Kurt, weren't you? Uh, yeah, uh, I have a sauna uh, in the backyard. Using like a tent sauna or something? Yeah, yeah. he was. He had to put like wood yeah. in there with like a, with like a flu. <laughs> oh, yeah. So there actually is no flu. Um, yeah, I got on the version one of the sweat tent. There's a couple versions of it out there. It's an insulated hunting shelter uh, with a wood-burning stove, which is actually funny because I grew up in Minnesota, and my dad used to take me winter camping. And my dad apparently was an innovator that never got his idea rolling because he made a little wood burning stove and we used to bring it in the tent. And it was pretty common that I being like 10 years old would overload it with wood and basically turn our winter camping tent up to like a hundred something degrees. And yeah, so it's great though. Honestly, I love it. Um, I think a wood sauna is great, but I like wood fired those infrared ones. I don't want to say any like, Complete statements, I do not, but I personally do not trust exposing my body to that much infrared energy uh, that you would need to do in those infrared smaller ones. I would much rather have a traditional wood burning one at this point. So yeah, I mean, check the sweat tent out. It's about a thousand bucks, but mine has survived several windstorms. I don't take it down. Uh, I leave it mm -hmm. up like constantly. And that's not an ad. I just actually really like it and it's great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually. I would oh, yeah, also I, like I, to get. I want a cold plunge. Yeah, I, I remember when you plunge. were first po posting about that. That really piqued my interest because I'm kind of in the same boat as you, Kurt. Where I don't know. I don't really want to uh, go all out with like an infrared sauna. Like I mean, I know the the science behind it is you know kind of you know uh, hit or miss depending on where you're, where you're looking. You know, I'd rather rather just go traditional if that if that's the case. And yeah, I mean, hopefully, I mean at some point, I think that, that that'd be really cool. Really yeah. cool pickup and not have to drop like 10 grand on a full-blown wood sauna. I also like it because, John, you brought up uh, traveling. Um, and you can travel with this thing. I've broken it down, put it in the bag, and brought it with me. Hmm. So it it breaks down. It's not like you're not going backpacking with it. Maybe the uh, the guy who does all the deadlifts in like frozen lakes and tundra and stuff, hmm. he might be able to go do something with it. But for the rest of us normal folk. Like it's more of a glamping sauna, not so much a backcountry sauna. We should bring that to home gym con, put it right out on the like the t the tee, and people can get their sauna in before they do like eighteen holes. <laughs> I I almost did. Uh, I had a technical difficulty. Sure, yeah, they said that last year. <laughs> yeah, I almost brought it last year, and uh, I actually uh, so I, I'm testing it to review it. Uh, I, I do not treat my equipment nicely. I know a lot of people that treat their equipment super nicely. They don't want to scratch it. They don't want to break it. That's one of the things that pisses me off about reviewers. 
So when I do reviews, if it's going to break, I'm going to break it. And uh, let's just say it didn't go to home gym con because I found a weakness that they had to fix, which is funny because it's like a sauna. Just to, so we're getting about way that. off topic now. <laughs> Finish the review, Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> I have the outline All done. Right. I just need to right. record it. All right, guys. Well, I think that's that's going to do it. Um, anything else before we go? No, I appreciate you having All us right. on. It's always good to see you guys. Yep. Likewise. Right back at you. Thanks Sorry for Sorry about on. the internet connection over here, folks. Hopefully you've all hit the subscribe button for the for the podcast. And uh, we're going <laughs> to keep these things going. They, they keep they keep bringing me back because no one else will come on uh, when I'm on. It's the weirdest thing. I don't know. When I say I can do it, they, everyone else just kind of drops out. Oh, I got to watch the kids. I got to I gotta go to bed early. Unreal. All this other stuff. I got, I got vacations. Yeah. So. Every two yeah. weeks, folks, if you want to see what, what we got. And the editing on here is pretty good. And if you look in the description, you'll see all of our uh, YouTube <laughs> channels. That's right. All right. Thanks, guys.